Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Self Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I'm not tooting my own horn, period. But I will say that for a podcast that ain't got no video and for only who who only has audio, y'all love my ass and I love y'all too. So I ain't going to toot my own horn today, but I will start off by saying that. When people be like, Maui, I love the Self Care and Chill podcast, you be getting me together. Girl, it ain't even no video. Unless y'all go to YouTube and watch the videos that I've done. I only have a few videos. But I love sitting here with my podcast equipment on my phone and just talking to y'all like I'm on the phone and having a regular conversation. Maybe I'll start recording me doing this more often. But for now, here we are and I'm here and I'm happy. Let's do a little recap, okay? Um, This is just... Me being transparent of what's been going on in my life. And people always asking me, Maui, when you dropping a podcast, when you doing this, when you doing it. I have not, I'm at a place in my life where I have not mastered the art of being a mom, being somebody's fiance and doing what I love. Maybe it's because like, I don't have like a real good routine of like my baby like now that Zai is back in school, my fiance is work at work. It's really me and the baby all day long. Well, she's not a baby. She one now, y'all. She's going to be two in March. Don't time go by so fast. I feel like I was just telling y'all I was pregnant. But I've been in spaces like for the last couple of weeks on and off of just feeling like sad, sad because I love talking to y'all. Like that is therapeutic to me. That is fun. Like I will be on Instagram live talking to y'all. I can't even really remember the last time I've been able to consistently just get on live and have conversations with y'all. And of course, me not being active on social media has affected my business and stuff like that. But I've been enjoying and loving being a mom, but I also love this. So if it's anybody that's out there and ain't listening, don't forget to for, to remember who you were before you became somebody's mom or became, before you were somebody's partner. Don't forget that you are a person outside of every other title. And for the last Sundays, I haven't been posting a podcast, but for the last Sundays, I've been taking myself out to dinner and lunch. Um, I went to a nice restaurant last weekend. The weekend before, I went out somewhere with my girlfriend. I've been going on my solo dates again because this is something I used to do before I was in a relationship and something that really used to just allow me to be in a creative space or just relax and unwind, nobody asking me to do nothing. And to spend the last few self-care Sundays doing that for myself, I felt so good. I felt so like me. Not Maui. Not Maui the writer. I felt like Amira. I felt like my mama's first daughter <laughs> that was born in April. That's the Aries. I felt like my freaking self. So it's really just been hard for me wanting to be more social on social media, but also like trying to tend to my household. And I know that the expectations of what you guys want isn't super high from me. I know that I can get on live and my baby can be on live with me. But like sometimes I want to just sit there and be cursing and stuff like that. If I'm on live, my baby will want to sit on my lap. And I can't really have the conversations that I'm trying to have with my little Tudor mama. Tudor mama want to sit on my lap. She going to want to touch the laptop. She going to want to grab the phone. So that's been that's really what's been going on with why it's been hard for me to be super consistent. But Hopefully, we're going to get some help around here, and I am 
embracing the fact that I may need a nanny. And I'm at my I'm at the place in my life where if I have to pay people that I trust to make my life easier, then that is the life that I deserve. So other than that, my fiance has been loving his job. Azai has been loving school, but Azai, now that he's in fourth grade, like he's always talking about like, mom, I need the drip or mom, I need Jordans. Like, what the hell? I'm not even ready for none of that. So boys are expensive. You're not getting no drip. You're getting whatever I can afford. And I don't care what nobody else in your class got. So don't tell me any shit about what anybody else wearing. Um, other than that, everything in my life has just been what it is. If you're listening, I do have a show coming up in um, September 28th in New York. It is at City Winery again. It's the last New York show of the year for me. So if you follow City Winery, don't forget to go to their website and get you a ticket. If you have not been to none of the shows, everybody knows that my self-care and chill shows are not to be played with. They are fun as hell. So anyways, let's get into what we're talking about today. (laughs) And today's topic is, here we go. You keep taking that man back and it is affecting your friendships. I have wrote down a topic in my notes and that's what I want to talk about. So I'm at a season in my life where when it comes to my friends, relationships or people around me, I'm really trying to just mind my business. Unless you are specifically and directly and directly asking me for advice, I am minding my business. This shit has nothing to do with me. I don't have to lay down with this person. I don't have to go to sleep with them at every night. I don't have to deal with none of the shit that you're dealing with. But one thing I will say is you won't have to take accountability for the fact that not only is this relationship messing with your mental health, not messing with your self-esteem, messing with how you feel about yourself, but it's also affecting the relationships that you have in your personal life, including your friendships, the relationships that you got with your children, the relationships that you got with your family. Before I start going in on your ass super hard about it, because I ain't trying to kick you while you down. I only want to offer you a little bit of perspective, okay? I don't want to sit there hearing about somebody I love continuously being treated like shit. That's for one, okay? That's for, for two, I'm not going to continuously keep giving the person that I love advice on what to do. And you don't even listen to my advice. You keep doing what you want to do to continuously end up hurt. That's for, that's for number two. For three, I don't know what number three is, but I've been told you to leave me. You should have left them. And that's it. Okay. I know that some of you guys may be having have friends and your friends may be in a situation. And the best thing that you can do for your friend when they are acting like they ain't got no sense when it comes to somebody, a man or a woman, whatever they're in a relationship with, whoever they're in a relationship with. Y'all know, I don't know what y'all be doing. Is offer them love, support, and just being there. And being a listening ear or being a crying shoulder for, for them. But but I can't continuously to be, I cannot continuously be that at the expense of my own mental health when I feel like I've given you all the support and love I can when it comes to the situation. It's not fair to me. It's not fair that it's affecting how I feel about you. It's not fair that I feel like every time you call me, this is all you want to talk about. It's not fair that I gotta continuously hear you cry or hear about what's bothering you. Oh my gosh. I've been in so many friendships where it's though like I had to cut people off because like I could not deal with their partner and them only wanted to call me about their partner or the only time they want to hang out is after them and the person break up. 
I just made a post on social media saying that I know that it is hard to choose to love yourself and choose to like create boundaries and decide that you want to like focus on yourself when all you know is loving people more than you love you. All you know is putting people before yourself. And I've been, I have literally been in situations where I am begging and crying and asking God to remove me from fucking with somebody that I have no business being with. I'm pleading with God, please remove this attachment that I have that I continuously keep giving him a chance. And one thing I will say is one relationship that I was in where it was hard for me to leave them alone and it was disrespectful. I could never catch them cheating that much, but they had a smart mouth nonetheless. I had the, I wrote down a list. This is how desperate I was to leave their ass alone. I wrote down a list of things that I felt like I was still talking. Why was I still talking to them? Like on my list, I put like, oh, they, they pay this bill. We always going out to eat. They always buy me stuff. The sex is good, whatever the case may be. Outside, I can't have sex with myself, but I start focusing on the fact that a lot of the things that I continuously talked to them for were rooted in materialism and it was rooted into them providing for me. So clearly I'm not providing for myself at the level I would like to that I feel like I need extra. I need this person to do this because I can't do it for myself. So I start focusing on like, girl, clearly you need a little bit more money because you need to stop messing with him. And other situations where I felt like, well, he's such a nice person and he got a good heart. None of that matters if he doesn't have a, if he's not a good person to you. I don't give a fuck if he's a good dad. He's not a good partner. I don't care if he's a good friend to all his other friends. I don't care if he's a hard worker, if none of that reflects into how he treats you. If none of what you are talking about reflects on how he makes you feel, or how he treats you, it does not matter. It still don't matter if he's only freaking good to you only a percentage of the time. Because at minimum, I deserve to be respected. I know I'm not always going to feel affection and love and stuff like that because, you know, jobs happen and school happen and parenting happen. So I may not always feel super loved, but at minimum, I deserve to always feel respected to allow somebody to continuously disrespect you. To be in a relationship where you have to beg for respect. Where you have to beg somebody to stop cheating on you. To stop talking to certain people. To stop fucking certain people. To stop doing... When you have to give a person... Let me tell you one thing. You do not have to give a person who loves you a play-by-play on how to handle you. A person who loves you and cares about you and is afraid to lose you ain't about to do some shit to fumble you. They ain't about to mishandle you. A person who loves you and understands value and understands what they have is not going to continuously move so carelessly. You think my man got to give me a play-by-play on how, how, to treat, how to treat his ass? No. I don't, I'm not moving carelessly with you. I care about what I have and I value what I have. And let me tell you one thing. The more that you take somebody back, they keep disrespecting you, they don't love you, they keep hurting you, they keep playing in your face. That's, your value goes down in their eyes every single time. She ain't never leaving me. She loved me more than she loved her goddamn self. She ain't going nowhere. I could sit at the end of the bed and tell her I'm changing. I ain't never doing it again. I ain't never going to. I could sit to her. I could sit in her face every day of the week and make a goddamn lie. And then do the same shit next week.
How many times you gonna let somebody keep hurting you like that? And you want to call me your friend and talk about this shit? I don't want to hear it no more. You breaking my goddamn heart. It's been times where my friends are going some to, through some shit and they calling me about it and I'm on the phone crying for them because I feel like the nigga's hurting me. You, he hurting me too. You on here crying and I'm on here crying because it's hurting me so deeply that you are experiencing this and you're going through this with somebody that you, that you care about. And I hate that you care about somebody that's treating you this way. Because love doesn't intentionally go out its way to hurt you. That's not love. That's attachment. That's being codependent. That's trauma bonding. Y'all can talk about all the soul ties y'all want, but y'all can't even stop fucking somebody that you know is out here having sex with other people. If you in this relationship and you not getting no other form of intimacy, he not romantic, y'all not going nowhere, you ain't coming in the house with candles and a and a bubble bath. Of course, I feel a fire and passion when we having sex. I'm begging, I'm freaking, I'm craving some type of intimacy. Of course, I feel like it's a soul tie because I can't stop fucking you, you because every time we having sex, all of that intimacy that I'm craving on a day-to-day -day basis is being activated. It's being ignited. That's why I can't stop having sex with you. But if you was doing some romantic stuff and we wasn't having sex, I was, I would still feel the same way. I would feel the same way about that romance and that passion. Like, oh my gosh, we went on a date yesterday. It was so nice. He surprised me with flowers. I would still feel the same type of electrifying passion because I crave intimacy. And some of us just crave to feel something. Some of us is laying next to people every night and we just don't feel shit. You laying there and you don't really feel nothing. And you trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to be, what the fuck am I even doing here? I don't belong here. I don't feel anything. And you don't know why you love them. And you don't know why you keep putting up with this shit. When one of the relationships I got out of that I was in for six and a half, seven years. And we finally broke up. And we broke up at a place where they wasn't really doing anything wrong. I guess like when you really think about it, like it wasn't like anything specific. But I just had like a revelation that this person is always going to be who they are. Like, I don't know what sparked or activated in me. But I just came. Did I say a revelation or is it supposed to be a realization? I don't know. Something just came over me that said this person is always going to be who they are. And they are never going to change. And I have to accept that. And looking back, they literally are still exactly who they are. But as many times as they said, I'm going to do this different and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be, I'm going to work on this. For years, they were supposed to be working on these things. And I got to a place in my life where I said, they not working on this. They literally only say this shit when I threaten to leave them. I had to, listen, I had to say, I can't do this no more. I cannot do this no more. And it hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. And it was times where I was feeling like, did I make the right decision? Did I, did I make a mistake? 
am I craving passion and excitement? Because like maybe I start saying maybe stability is healthy and it is. It is. Don't get me wrong. But I deserve to feel like I deserve to feel something. And I ain't never regret it. I never looked back and regret it and never went back, never double back, never. Nope, never did none of that. And it was so freaking hard because when you've been with somebody for a long time and you really care about them, you feel like, where do I even start? Where do I go from here? And you all I know. Where do I go from here when we got kids together? You start feeling like, am I able to do this by myself? I could do whatever I want to do. It'll be hard. <laughs> Shit, but being with you and feeling like this ain't easy. This hard. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it in the end. I, I don't even feel like myself being with you. You don't make me feel good. You don't make me feel loved. You don't make me feel seen. You do not make me feel heard. You do not make me feel valued. Sit there and write a list on why you really fucking with somebody and why you can't live without them and ask you what kind of value are they truly bringing to my life. And I guarantee you, if you made a list on the value that you was bringing to theirs, you could see why they won't stop fucking with you. You bring way more value to their life than they bring into yours and you can't leave their ass alone. Ain't that some shit? And you might think that, no, well, he can't leave me alone. alone. He keep coming back. He keep coming back to a door that's open. Open doors get walked through. Doormats get walked on. I don't make the rules. He keep coming back to the door that's open that allows him to come back because he couldn't come to fuck back here. He would not be able to come back here because one thing I've learned how to do is stand on the business that, listen, I'm over here and I'm going to stand on business. If I say that I'm leaving your ass, I try not to even say that to my partner because I know that the places that I'm seen and been in my life, that if I say I don't want to be with you, ain't no change in my mind. There's nothing else to discuss. There's no further discussion about this. And I got to stand on it. Because I don't want to sit there considering what you might say. You, if, you, if you love me that much and you don't want to lose me, start showing me. But I really don't care what you're talking about right now, if we're being honest. It ain't nothing. You ain't, do, you ain't about to do anything but sing a song that I've already heard. So I'm really not interested in hearing what you got to say. I mean, how many times are you going to let somebody tell you the same, sing you the same goddamn song? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. I'm going to change. I'm going to be better. I'm going to start working on this. Just for shit to be cool for what? Six days? Two weeks? Tops? Just for them to go back to treating you exactly how you they was treating you. Just for you to still lay in a bed crying next to somebody. How many times you got to cry in your own goddamn house? Where you splitting bills? How many times you going to cry in a house where you, you covering more bills than he is? And you got to cook. And you clean. And he got you crying up in here? Be for real. Don't help you with nothing up in here. You, and he, you cry more than him. Stop playing with me today on this good Sunday. Start your Sunday off like you got some sense. So like I said, and if you in the house and you got kids, you think your kids don't see mommy feelings hurt? You think your kids can't feel mommy and daddy don't love each other? Why mommy and daddy always mad at each other? You think your mom ain't tired of how this man is treating her daughter? You think your dad ain't tired of how this girl's treating her son? Because I don't know if y'all, I don't know who listening to the podcast. I'm trying to be more men and women. You know what I'm trying to say, though. 
the toxic ass relationships that you ain't ain't just affecting you, it's affecting everybody that love you the most. And the real reason why I can't fuck with you, I do, shit. <laughs> for real, for real. I need the I need the kind of grace within my friendship that you given to this man over and over. A lot of y'all won't even give y'all friends the same type of grace y'all keep giving these people that ain't shit. This person has told showed you time and time again that they don't that they don't care about you, that they don't value you or respect you. Your girlfriend ain't come to your baby shower and you ain't talked to her in three years. She got smart and you ain't talked to her in forever. Shit. Y'all got one time to cut me off. I don't care. Cut me off if y'all want to. Y'all better not try it. I tell you this right now. Cut me off and I'm going to stay cut off. You ain't going to be able to cut me back on. Because I don't want to talk to you. I can't get the same kind of grace he getting. I love you and would do anything for you. And I've never intentionally went out my way to hurt you. Like, be for real. Everybody that loves you the most gets affected by the choices that you make when it comes to these relationships. And everybody that you loves the, loves the most, love the most, gets the benefit from you loving yourself. Everybody that you care about gets to reap the benefits of you pouring into and loving, to, loving yourself and prioritizing your mental health. Just as much as they are affected by you being in toxic relationships and continuously being heard and you in a house and you sad and you don't got the energy to be a parent or you don't or you come in to work with an attitude or you don't feel like hanging out or you don't want to leave the bed. The same way that affects your personal relationships is the same way you doing something nice for yourself does. Or you deciding that, you know what, I don't know how to love myself, but today I'm going to just start with giving myself a compliment. I'm going to start with just showing up for me. I'm going to do something different with my hair. I'm going to read me a book. I'm going to draw me a picture. I'm going to do some shit that I like to do. That I used to love to do in my childhood. You can't. Energy is transferable. You don't think you don't think all that positive energy that you pour into yourself is not transcended into everybody in your house and everybody around you. I can feel that shit when I walk around you. You feel like love. You feel you smell like you've been pouring into you. You glowing. You look good. You you look you look like you love you. You with they raggedy ass and you look drained. Okay? You look defeated. You look exhausted. You look tired. You think people can't see and feel the difference of when you are loving and pouring into yourself? That's why when people be listen. That's why when people be focused on themselves and they decide I ain't talking to nobody. I'm gonna just focus on me, be celibate, buy me a plant. Now, now everybody want to talk to them. <laughs> now everybody want to take you out on a date. Now everybody interested in you. Now everybody trying to knock you off your journey. You think we can't, we can smell the confidence. We can feel the shift in your life happening. You look beautiful. You look loved and the love and even if the love is coming for yourself from yourself to yourself is just as powerful as the love coming from somebody else. How many times do I have to say you deserve the love that you give to other people? But one thing you will never have to do is beg for it. Nothing that loves you will be, nothing that loves you back will require force. You don't got to force me to love you. 
even with you being in relationships with people that you have to beg and convince to do certain things. They don't feel the need to do these things with all that you do and bring into their life. They don't see all the value that you bring and want to naturally do it. Maybe it's not in them. But what you shouldn't have to do is be like, hey, look at me. Look at everything I do for you. Are we going to put a title on this? Are we going to finally make it exclusive? Are we going to move in together? Are we going to finally... Why the fuck would I have to do that? I don't like that idea. That don't sound like a good idea to me. That don't sound like something I want to do. I'm not interested in that. No, thank you, ma'am. That don't sound like fun to me. Why do I have to do that with a person who is claiming to love me? When people value something, they want to protect it. When they love something, they want to hold it tight and dearly and close to their heart and make sure nothing happens to it. You can't possibly feel that way if you move so carelessly with me. I'm delicate. How can you just move so carelessly when it come to me? I would literally be look I would be looking at somebody in disgust. Everything I do and bring and the love that I give to you and how I make you feel, you walking shit. I you can see the difference that you've made in their life by loving them. Why do I got to beg or ask for anything? Why is your life isn't consistently rooted into considering me? My life revolves around considering you. Why do I have to beg for that in return? Or is you too busy loving a person who just who loves your hand more than your heart? Who love all the things that you do for them more than they love you? Who loves the value that you bring into their life and not the person that you are? They love all the perks that come with being loved by you, but don't really value you as a person. Because if you did value me, you would know how to handle me. Because at minimum, like I said, we deserve respect. So maybe I got to teach you like how to, how to love me in my language, but I ain't got to teach you how to treat a human being. I ain't got to teach you how to treat me as a person. That's just basic human decency. Some people are praising people so much for the bare minimum of doing stuff that a nice person should just do. That don't mean that this, not, this isn't translating into love or passion or chemistry or any of those things. You opening the door for me? Uh, thank you. That's what gentlemen's do. <laughs> you cleaned up after I cooked? Thank you. I appreciate you. I just made you this meal. You, wash, you did the laundry with both our clothes. I appreciate you. I value you. Thank you. Your dirty clothes was in there too. What I'm not going to do is ruin y'all self-care Sunday and have you in the house with somebody that you side-eyeing. So I'll just leave that on that note. I'll just leave you on that note, okay? Because I got a feeling that this is going to be a long self-care Sunday and we're supposed to be relaxing. I'm going to watch Ready to Love on our own network. I'm going to finish watching um, After the Altar, Love is Blind, After the Altar. I'm going to relax today. Um, today is my wash day for my natural hair. I got me a good wig, though, the other day. But I want to wear my real hair. It's been hot and shit. The wig got me feeling like I got menopause. I don't like that. 
I'll be, as soon as I get in the car, I take my wig off. I can't breathe with my wig on. Like, I just feel like the walls is closing in. So I need to wash my hair and wear, wear my real hair. But anyways, I love y'all so much. If you use the code self-love on my website, I think it'll be 20% off. All my books are in stock. And I pray that God allows me some peace and quiet in this space to really push through to <laughs> drop another podcast episode next Sunday. And another place that I will be this month that I'm so excited for and I'm so grateful that God just sees me fit is I will be at the Women Evolve event in Arlington, Texas, doing a poem for Sarah Jake's event that she has there. And I'm so ex I'm so scared because of all those people. But I'm grateful and I'm excited and I just keep telling myself, don't be scared because God asks you to do this. And when God asks you to do something, God is asking you because he sees you fit. He feels like you are the perfect person for the job. So maybe somebody needed to hear that too. I love y'all so much and I'm going to talk to y'all soon.